Hello and welcome to the Sales Lab from Homebridge Financial, where we discuss the best sales ideas, strategies, and solutions for today's housing market. Our program is designed to share the best practices and market intelligence with builders and new home sales professionals so you can find success regardless of market conditions. Our host is Anthony Grast, National Sales Director for Homebridge Financial's Builder Division, who will lead in today's conversation. Subscribe to this podcast to bookmark this link so you can find your way back for future episodes. And now our host, Anthony. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Sales Lab. This is Anthony Grast, host of today's program. My guest today is Brian Bullock, who is the Vice President of Sales and Marketing for Homes by West Bay and Casa Fresca Homes in Tampa, Florida. I'm excited to have Brian on our program today because of how he integrates financing into his sales process. And he does this really to help reduce buyer hesitancy and increase urgency and understanding with his buyers. So Brian, welcome to our program. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Well, I, you know, a few weeks ago at the IBS show, you and I uh, had dinner and you were telling me about this and it got me really excited because, you know, even in today's crazy market, hot market, um, you know, the fact that you're addressing financing, I think is important. And since we were at the IBS, rates have really gone up. And so I believe you are really well positioned to address financing, uh, you know, because that's going to be a concern going forward. But before we get into that discussion, you know, tell me a little bit about your journey. I mean, how did you end up in the home building business in Tampa? Uh, sure. Yeah, no, I, uh, this is actually something I've always been a part of. Um, I went to college at Cal State Fullerton in, in Southern California. And my father was a, a new home salesperson, and my mom actually was a marketing coordinator for a developer. So it's uh, something that I was just always exposed to. And then coming out of school, I just went into to selling homes day one. Uh, so I sold homes for seven years before ever taking that step into to new home sales management, where I've been ever since. You know, it's, it's interesting. Several builders over my career, uh, that I've known and worked with started in sales as well. Um, so that's an interesting path. And now yeah. you, now you are part of the ownership team for two builders, homes by West Bay and Casa Fresca in the Tampa market. Tell me, tell me about those two companies. Uh, sure. So homes by West Bay has been uh, a company since, uh, since 2010. Mm -hmm. um, we specialize with that brand in the higher end production uh, home building in the Tampa area. Um, and that kind of came about as is, you know, in 2010, it was kind of still in the dark days of, of the downturn. And a lot of the public builders at that time were all kind of moving, moving to lower price points which left the, you know, the, the more expensive or, or the larger, more premium lot space open for us. So it was kind of a niche that we saw an opportunity to, to step into. Uh, we were able to, to buy lots, you know, a lots at on takes versus having to put out a lot of capital. And so we moved into that space and we've, we've just really, that's something that we kind of do a really good job of here in the Tampa market. There's mm -hmm. not a lot of competition for it. Um, it's, it's a really hard space to break into. And, and so we, that's the spot that we, we feel really comfortable competing here in Tampa. Um, mm -hmm. Casa Fresca Homes um, originated about three years ago. Um, and it was really as the, uh, 
you know, the available land was shifting and, and instead of being able to buy land on takes, um, we were having to buy bigger and bigger chunks uh, of land that we would end up developing. And initially we would, we would buy those, but then we would kind of spin off the, you know, the more production smaller lots to other builders um, so we could focus on what we're doing. And, you know, it just, as we brought in other builders, we felt like it diminished our brand. And, and so we we really wanted to to we, we realized we needed to be in that space uh, with a competitive product that would be more complementary to to our West Bay brand. And, and so that's what we started about three years ago. Um, we're focused on delivering attainable housing um, in the Tampa mm -hmm. area. Um, we uh, the plans are, are really cute. Um, you know, the brand has an edge to it. Um, we try to, to make it as fun as possible for people. And uh, so far, it's it's been it's been fantastic for us. Yeah, well, I love the concept of you know occupying two tiers yes. within within the buyer spectrum. It actually, I think, is uh, serves you well as a company. But I love the the focus on the brand. You mentioned attainable to buyers. What's your definition of of attainable when you're looking at your Casa Fresca buyer and you're saying that it's attainable? What 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 yeah. specifically are you looking at? So as we were kind of doing the like the brand charrettes and, and that to, to come up with our what our branding was going to be, um, we did a deep dive on our competition. And, and, you know, one thing that like really stood out to us as we were looking at everything else was uh, there were a lot of compromises uh, that people would have to make to move into those homes in terms mm -hmm. of, you know, like street scene. Um, you know, like elevations for homes, like as you moved into them um, the, to the inside, like the feature level in that was, uh, you know, it, I want to say like that it was, it's right in terms of price point that, that people were hitting, but there were other kind of simple alternative solutions that people could have made to where the house could still be really cute and, and desirable, like even though you were in a, in a lower price point. And so like, it's really just the psychology of it. Like whether you're buying a $250,000 home or a $2 million home, uh, you want to feel good about what you're buying and you want to feel like you're making the fewest number of compromises like for yourself as possible. Mm -hmm. and, and so, um, you know, I think it's really important. Like our homes are, are, cute they're beautiful there's something that you can be really proud of yet they're attainable and so that's that's kind of where we use that word and, and where it all came from no that's such a great explanation because attainable for others may simply mean it's just a payment in a box and right you know right. clearly clearly you care about the buyer experience not only making it affordable but their experience as well so that's pretty sure. cool i i like i love that I love that explanation uh, of attainable because in the end it's their home, right? And we sure, want to feel good, good about what they're buying. And to your point earlier about not bringing in other builders, it is a reflection on your overall brand. So that's a great, a great right. strategy and a great story there. You know, as, as we were having dinner at the IBS, you know, when you brought up that, you brought up a discussion with me or made a comment to me about, about financing. Um, and I, I love that because to me, of course, as somebody in financing, I believe it's absolutely critical. But in a hot, hot market, mm -hmm. financing often gets <clears throat> left behind or is an ancillary activity 
you know, in the new home sales environment. It is. And, and, and right. that's just the way it has been, depending on the market condition. So when I heard you say that, so, you know, I wanted to ask you, you know, why does your sales team need to understand financing? I mean, it, many people would say that's the job of the lender. So for, for you and your team, why, why do they need to understand financing? Well, for us, it's all just part of the the experience for the customer. So, um, on the Casa Fresca side, you know, again, it's attainable housing. So, you know, we want the homes, the model, and the experience to to you know key in on the emotional side of of buying the home. But we're not naive to the fact that it all is about money and and what people can afford and whether it's a good financial decision for them. So. Um, we we spend a lot of time with our salespeople and in turn then they spend a lot of time with our customers really breaking down home finance for our customers in a way that they can understand it use it and then to, to help them connect the dots from where they are now to home ownership and and that's that's a real important piece because if a lot of times in in this price range if you don't show people the way on how to get there, um, it's going to be really hard to close and convert. And, you know, even though we do have multiple offers for a lot of the homes we're selling right now, we we wouldn't have as many multiple offers if we didn't do this, which mm -hmm. the more offers we get is going to help drive up the value for us, which is, you know, in turn really benefits the company and in, in our long-term plans of continued growth. So it's, you know, it's about doing right by the customer, but we also recognize that it, for us, it's the means to getting to where we, we want to get to in the future. Yeah. You mentioned connecting the dots and, huh? and seriously, you are the first person who, who has, connected the emotion and the path. And there's a great book that was written many years ago called Switch, which talked about that we buy emotionally and we justify our actions logically, which is the simplicity of the path. That's just what you just outlined. Connect right. with them emotional and then show them the dots for how they, what's the path to home ownership. So that's great to hear because that is spot on. Right with what I believe in terms of just human behavior out there. So, sure. so you mentioned that your sales teams learn about financing. How do you train your sales teams about financing and how do you do your lenders participate or how do they participate in addition yeah. to this? Yeah. So, I mean, it's a shared effort. So we, we really start with, with our, our preferred lenders. Um, mm -hmm. They come in, they meet with our, our team. Um, they'll meet with them either, you know, actually ongoing. So it's like, it's, it's either in a group setting or one-on-one -on -one with the individual salespeople, like as we're, we're getting them up and running into our mm -hmm. program. Um, and what, what I find there is like, they do a great job of providing information to our people. Mm -hmm. But what what's lacking uh, in that is is that they're they're kind of talking at a higher level uh, than than what I necessarily want our salespeople to to be able to communicate with our customers. Mm -hmm. And so um, you have to have the knowledge and the background first, and then from there, I meet with them or our area managers meet with them, and then we turn it into simple, plain language that isn't going to scare a customer. It's going to be friendly. They can understand it and you know it, it's efficient you know the the biggest problem i see with with a lot of people when they start going through financing is they're talking at the customer without really understanding like their expertise or what their comfort level with what you're telling them is and, and so that's really kind of where 
our focus is, you know, on, on the management side is making sure that like, however we message this, we're messaging it in a way that's, that's friendly uh, to the customer that they can understand um, and then kind of allows them to, to kind of stay with you and move forward through the process. Yeah, you raised some really, really good points. Uh, number one is as a lender, we have a tendency to talk technical and in acronyms. Sure. Um, most of the world, including your sales team, probably doesn't yeah. always understand that. And when we're dealing with the public, when we talk about financing, it needs to be an understandable, simpler message right. to them to convey what we're trying to convey, right? Here's the simplicity right. of the path to get there. And especially for your sales team, because your sales team are not loan officers, but they have to have an understanding of financing and be able to communicate in a simplified way that's mm -hmm. easily understood by a general buyer uh, right. about the financing side. So, so yeah. I love hearing about the, the lenders coming in and the discussion yeah. and how you re refine the message. I think that's absolutely critical. Yeah. Um, but when you look at your sales process, where, where does financing fit in your discussion with your buyers? Where is it all over? I mean, where do you? It, do you... It's really all over. Um, there's, you know, there's a, a few key elements like of our presentations and, uh, you know, like I definitely want people to experience the excitement first and, you know, get the emotion mm -hmm. going. Like I want to make sure that we get them into a model. We, you know, we're, we let them explore it. And, and we realize, you know, we're able to see a connection, you know, where they're, they're, you know, there's that excitement about the, the home. And from there, it's really easy to start asking questions um, to, to dig into kind of the financing and, and transition into that. So we, we have uh, spreadsheets like that we use with customers that we're able to kind of break down the monthly payment the down payment, cash to close, you know, closing costs, all that stuff. Um, and, and so like we're, once we know like that we're, I want them to, to think about buying the home first or want the home before I start digging into the financing things. Cause I, I think that's just, um, I think it's more polite, honestly. Uh, and, and it's like at that point, like it's, we're going to go through this. We're going to see where you're at. We're going to show you how to get there. Um, and it's just, I find that it's much better received uh, by the customer and it helps us close in a much easier, friendly manner. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's absolutely appropriate the way you have mm -hmm. it outlined. I don't think you start with the financing. I mean, this is their home. It's an emotional purchase. Yeah. You want them to connect with the home, connect with you, your company, right. what it is that, you know, this is, this is the home we want. And then the next logical step really in that, and for most people, it's the scariest step is the financing. And so I love the fact that your team uh, understands the basics of, hey, you know, here's the down payment, here's the, you know, here's your payment. Um, mm -hmm. You know, those are great things to discuss to make it a reality or to make it achievable, right. you know, for their, for their buyers. I was going to sure. ask you, because you talk about them talking about financing, how do you introduce your lenders to your buyers or you know in this process yeah so typically what happens is is like as we've sat down with them and we're going through financing um, 
when questions pop up and or we get to the end and we know that we you know it's time to to introduce the lender um it you know a hundred percent of the time like the first priority is to pick up the phone and get them on the phone right there so mm -hmm. like i don't we're, we're not ever going to hand somebody a card and ask them to call somebody or have them leave and we'll have somebody call you um, we do everything we can to connect the buyer and the lender on the phone in that moment. And so that way we, we can get the ball rolling, answer any questions we need to, um, and, and just know where we stand before, you know, to where we're going to be able to close while they're still there or what the next steps are before they leave. Yeah. I think that's absolutely brilliant. Again, um, you don't want them leaving. You don't want to hand them cards. You know, I've seen the sure. gamut of, of yeah. options that are available right. out there. But while they're there in the moment, in the emotion, right. um, uh -huh. trying to figure out how to move forward, that's the right time yeah. absolutely to connect with your lenders and have that have that discussion. Right. Well, you know, on top of that, we've 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 already created the relationship with them. So like our salesperson who is the safe place, like in that moment, has kind of taken them through a soft look at financing. Um, and so that making that introduction while you're there and still, it, it just makes it a much safer feeling environment for, for the customer. Um, so it's like you bring them in, you see the engagement between our team and, and the lender, including the, the customer into it. it uh, we're just able to be much more effective with that type of handoff versus, you know, just basically it's like a cold call from a stranger. Exactly. And, and, and the buyers appreciate it. I'm sure they do, you know, being Absolutely. there. Um, it's also just simply, it's efficient, you know, people right. are there. Let's, let's have that discussion and, um, you know, make this a reality for them and, and start moving them forward to their new home. So great. Right. That's a great way that you guys hand off there and, and introduce the lenders, you sure. know, as, as, as you are aware, since we had dinner, <laughs> yeah. 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 interest rates have gone crazy uh they keep yeah. going up and not to get into deep commentary it's in relation to inflation and it's sure. also in relation to the fed no longer subsidizing mortgage rates and right. while while from a historical level they're not as high as when i bought my first home sure. uh you know they've raised that rates have gone up considerably we went from 2.75 in august of 21 to the first quarter of 2022 we're up creeping over five already and that's sure. a pretty big impact along with rising home home prices so as you look into right. 20 2022 how important is financing in your process now in educating your buyers moving forward yeah. So, I mean, honestly, I don't think it's changed, you know, especially on the Casa Fresca side, like mm -hmm. it's still about qualifying people based off of their financial situation. So, so that, that piece hasn't changed where I, I think that I, I see the bigger difference now is really in um, say like on the West Bay side where mm -hmm. that's a more affluent customer for us. Um, it's less about payment for them. Um, but in today's environment, like there's just there's a lot of money out there. You know, people are are migrating to Florida from other parts of the country where they've been able to sell their homes for more than they thought they could. You know, move down here where housing is still relatively cheap. Uh, but the 
for them, it's actually their, their buying decision or the psychology of it is like, I've got money. And so I want what I want. And so it's, it's, you know, they're, they just, they're looking for a home, you know, and, and it's less about price, even, but they're fine. They're financially driven in the sense that they have money to put down to get to that comfortable payment. And, you know, if, if you don't understand that and you're stuck, you know, kind of focused on where rates are today, like you've completely missed it. Uh, it's, you know, people can afford houses. That's, you know, there's money out there and people want what they want. So if you don't understand them, you're, you know, you're behind. Yeah. I think, you know, when you make a, you raise a really good point, especially with the homes by West Bay buyer, right. Which is more sure. of a higher, higher end buyer there, mm -hmm. you know, Gen Xers like myself, if I'm moving into a new area, you know, they're coming mm -hmm. in with equity a yeah. lot of equity generally. And so they yeah. have a much different view um, of, of the financing side, yeah. but you know, it's still, it still factors in, um, yeah. not everybody's going to be cash. People are still financing, but having that right. financing discussion and that information yeah. available to them is, is so critical. And even in this right. environment, um, you know, whether you, uh, you know, whether you're selling completed inventory or you're pre-selling right. all those, all that financing discussion is, is very, yeah. very important, uh, with right. rates, with rates going the wrong direction today, right. uh, um, for our buyers. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, um, you know, just one thing that I think is really interesting. So like we, we've just hired a, a new wave of Casa Fresca salespeople. And mm -hmm. so I had talked a, a few minutes ago about, you know, just kind of being able to go through financing and, and payment and, and down payment with them, uh, where the rate component comes up. If there is a, a concern there, um, where we've actually transitioned to is essentially kind of drawing a line down the sheet of paper and talking about, you know, if you were to continue renting or continue in your current situation versus buying this home today and kind of taking out like a, a two year look at, you know, rents are going up every single year. So like whatever your rent is today, it's going to continue to go up. Um, you know, you buy a home, it may be a little more expensive in terms of cash out of pocket up front and maybe over the first year or two, but it, you can get there real quick where, you know, your, your mortgage, your rent keeps going up to where it exceeds your mortgage. Plus you've, you've got equity put into the house with your down payment, your home is appreciating over time. And so after a few years of just paying rent and, and seeing it go out the window versus where you are financially in two to three years, having bought a home, just the, the, the gap, between like the wealth opportunity there is significant. And the Casa Fresca buyers see that because it's way more meaningful for them to think about, man, you know, say it's $50,000 between, you know, a Delta between them. Mm -hmm. It's like, how long would it take you to, to save $50,000? You know, and it's like, it, it, you really, this is something you really need to do, whether you're buying a home from us or somebody else, you know, home ownership is important to you and here's why. And, you know, that's, that's been wildly effective for us. Well, that's great to hear. You know, the, the, probably the two common, most common requests I get are rent versus buy analytics, exactly right. what you're talking about. And then a, a second version of that is the wealth accumulation. Um, sure. You can, you could add a third cost of waiting, but definitely yeah. the rent versus buy. And even in this super tight inventory market, rising interest rates, 
you know, rents are going up extremely fast. So it is a Absolutely. very relevant discussion that, you know, it still is a great time for people to get in. And long term, yeah, they will absolutely benefit. So great right. advice, Brian. Thank you so much. That was that was a great uh, a, a great finisher for our interview today. I want to thank you actually for being on our program today. I greatly appreciate uh, your insights and how you you know everything why financing is important to incorporate into the sales process. So thank you for being on today, and yeah. for all for all of us here on the Sales Lab. Thank you for listening and have a great day.